Welcome to the Micromobility Update for Sunday, July 10th, 2022. I'm Hans Dorsch and this is the first official edition of this podcast. On Wednesday, July 13th, the world's largest bicycle trade fair starts in Frankfurt. If that's not a good opportunity to launch the first news podcast on micromobility, you'll hear the latest news and reactions from the world of micromobility here every day during the Eurobike. And today we start with a little preview with brand new figures from the European bike and e-bike market. Spoiler, they are big. Some background information on the Eurobike in Frankfurt including old and new exhibitors. And a new e-scooter that is not made in China but in Europe and has a funny name. This is what happened in the world of micromobility. And by the way, if you like this podcast, recommend it and give it 5 stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. To start with, here are a few figures. But don't switch off right away, they're worth it. On Thursday, the European Bicycle Industry Association, CONEBI, announced the sales figures for 2021 and they are impressive. Let me summarize. Last year, more than 22 million bicycles were sold in the EU, more than 5 million of which were e-bikes. Since 2000, the year the association started counting, there have never been sold more. And e-bikes are mainly responsible for the growth. Total sales of bicycles and e-bikes rose by 7.5% to 19.7 billion euros compared to the previous year. Another record figure. In his tweet, micromobility analyst Horace Dedio expects 30 million in 2030. Also interesting are the figures on production in Europe. 16 million bicycles and e-bikes were built in Europe last year. That's 10% more than the year before. And more parts were made in Europe too. To quote Konebi president Erhard Büchel, Reshoring is taking place and the well-known supply chain disruptions are triggering a new wave of industrialization in Europe. It's a progress that will take time but represents a unique opportunity for the European industrial ecosystem to grow sustainably in the long term. More local production, starting from the manufacturing of cycle parts, and proximity to the consumer are an essential part of the transition. End quote. By comparison, 9.7 million cars were sold in Europe last year. That's less than half as many as bikes overall and not even twice as many as e-bikes. On Tuesday, there's the traditional industry talk at the start of the Eurobike. There, the half-year figures of the German bicycle industry are traditionally presented. Of course, you will also hear them here in the podcast. Bob Margie Vicious, the executive vice president of Specialized, is also on the podium. A major bicycle manufacturer that has returned as an exhibitor after years of absence. And that brings us to the Eurobike. What can I say? The biggest bike show in the world officially starts on Wednesday. And there are a few things that are different. Firstly... After more than 30 years, it's no longer being held in Friedrichshafen on Lake Constance, but in Frankfurt at the Exhibition Center. And secondly, it's two months earlier than in previous years. 
For a long time the fair was always held in September. Manufacturers presented their new models and dealers placed orders for the whole of the next year. That was the tradition. But that has changed for some time now. More and more manufacturers have organized in-house fairs or sell directly via the internet. For a long time the focus was on mountain bikes and sporty bikes. Now the e-bike market and micromobility as a form of urban transport are growing. In addition, the infrastructure in Friedrichshafen is simply not suitable for really big trade fairs. First of all, it was hard to get there, no matter whether by train, plane or car. It was inconvenient. Then you had to spend the nights in holiday apartments far away from the fairgrounds and cycle a long way in the morning or get stuck in traffic jams by car. But that was yesterday. Today we are in Frankfurt, an urban metropolis. At least that's what the organizers say. The city is very easy to reach from all over the world by train, plane or car. And there are lots of hotels. That's something. The trade fair organizers are making an effort because not so long ago they lost their biggest fair, the ERR, the International Motor Show, and Frankfurt was famous for it. It took place every two years and during the many years of car bliss it reliably provided enormous visitor numbers and shiny TV pictures. But the car industry is changing. After the emissions scandal in 2017 exhibitors and visitor numbers declined and new mobility became more and more of an issue. In 2019 there were climate demos in front of the entrance and the city's mayor was publicly critical of cars. He said beforehand that one had to rethink the subject of cars and warned of a traffic collapse. Apparently he was disinvited as a speaker at the fair because of this. To make a long story short, Frankfurt lost the fair. Last year it took place with a new concept as IAA Mobility in Munich, incidentally with the participation of many bicycle manufacturers, but that's another story. At the press conference, Wolfgang Marzin, chairman of the board of management of Messe Frankfurt, was asked whether he sees the Eurobike as the successor to the IAA. He didn't want to say so, but apparently likes it a bit. He says, we are happy that the world's leading trade fair for bicycles is held in Frankfurt. He also said that it's not a replacement, but another association, another industry. Besides, at the IAA, the association was the organizer and brand owner. At the Eurobike organizer, Fernemic, the Messe Frankfurt and Messe Friedrichshafen are partners, which offers more possibilities to make own decisions. As I mentioned earlier, exhibitors have come back to Eurobike who were gone for a long time. For example, specialized which, like the Eurobike, started with mountain bikes, but is developing more and more e-bikes as urban transport recently. It still has a strong presence in sport though. You only have to look at the bikes at the Tour de France, which is going on right now. And there seem to be a lot of other bookings as well. Many from new, up-and-coming sectors. In addition to the classic bike, parts and accessories segment, the fair organizers are experiencing particularly high demand in the future of mobility segment. The focus here is on light electric vehicles, infrastructure providers, 
intermodality concepts, digitalization, logistics and startups. These are mainly to be seen in Hall 8. I've already made a note of the company Mando as a platform provider for large cargo bikes and the pot bike as a, well, e-bike with a roof as a car replacement on my list. In addition, there are three more halls, each with two floors with e-bikes, mountain bikes, racing bikes, a lot of gravel bikes and also an e-cycling area. This is about indoor cycling, in other words, cycling at home on an indoor trainer. However, the biggest providers in this area are missing. I can't see Swift or Wahoo. Instead, there are e-scooters or suppliers from e-scooter league who will show e-scooters and e-bikes here. Bird, the inventors of the e-scooter sharing with e-bikes. Okai, the manufacturer behind the scooters and e-bikes of many suppliers such as Tier, Dot or Bolt. And Co-Module with a new IK e-scooter. Let's take a closer look at this one. Most people here will know Co-Module from Estonia. Others can read the story elsewhere. Here's a short version. Comodule is a company from Estonia that entered the scene in 2014 with the intention to Teslaize the e-bike world. They developed a communication module that would network e-bikes and enable communication, for example software updates, just like Tesla. It was a slow start, but then the e-scooter wave came and the sharing providers realized that Comodule's technology provided exactly what they needed for their rental systems. Since then, the Estonians have gone on, started manufacturing their own e-scooters, running their own sharing service, it's called Tool, and now they have introduced a scooter for sale that has caused quite a stir in the tech world. And not only because of the very funny promotional video. It's called Eike, I think it means storm or thunderstorm, and is developed and produced in Europe. The scooter costs 1000 euros, but it offers a lot. Sturdy construction with a load capacity of up to 150 kilos and foldable handlebars, removable battery with USB-C port for charging and for using as a power bank, waterproofing to IPX5, check out the video to see what they mean by this, GPS and mobile phone module for tracking in case of theft. An editor of the German portal Heise Online has already ridden the scooter and was impressed. I quote, We were able to test the prototype of the IKT for a few minutes. The scooter showed stable handling, the brakes are powerful but easy to apply, the acceleration of the small scooter, which weighs 19 kilograms more than many e-bikes, impressed us. However, the test scooter was not set to the maximum speed of 20 km per hour as prescribed in Germany. End quote. If you want to read a more detailed report on the presentation, you can find it at Electric, together with a very funny video. All links can be found in the show notes. Let me quote Christian Maruste, co-founder of Comodule and managing director and production manager of IKE at Electric magazine on the made in Europe aspect. IKE is a true passion project of mine as I feel we are filling a huge gap in the micromobility market. 
After seven years in the industry, I find it crazy how the e-bike boom in Europe has brought us to around 5 million e-bikes sold per year, with more than 50% made in Europe, whereas with over a million e-scooters being bought annually, virtually no one manufactures in Europe. This has left e-scooters in the background as the vast majority of them are not sustainable, comfortable or safe at all. So that's it for today. There will be more news and more Eurobike tomorrow. Then I'll take a look at the events taking place during the fair week. Here's this much. There are a lot. And even the German Minister of Transport is speaking at one of them. Oh, and once again a reminder. Like and subscribe. Give the podcast 5 stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you haven't already? Subscribe, so the next episode automatically lands in your inbox. We'll hear again in the next episode.